Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of OMG, the podcast. Today we've got a, a very small group of OMG with us today. It's just myself and sweet Rosalie. Hello, hello. And um, we decided to do just a little quick episode on crystals. It's been something that we've been meaning to do for a while because I think as far as our little group goes, Rosalie and I are probably the closest to crystal witches that that we have. You know, obviously Rosalie with her um, jewelry business, but um, I'm I have a problem. I admit I'm a hoarder. <laughs> I just I, I always loved shiny rocks, so I've been collecting them even even before I was woo. Just because I, I liked having them around, I think it was because I was drawn to the energy mm-hmm. without knowing that's what it was. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about some of our favorites. We're going to talk about some of the ones that just kind of decided that they wanted to work with us that we weren't necessarily even on our radar and just how they make us feel in general. Okay. All right. So Rosalie pulled a card. She's got the um, Crystal Spirit deck by um, Colette Baron reed So she pulled the card. And what crystal did, you, did came out for our as the mascot for this episode, the Amazonite. So the Amazonite is a crystal of truth, revelation, and the natural flow of events. So mm-hmm. this was a good one to start. Just get the flow going. Absolutely. And let us preface this by we're in no way experts. We just kind of like love rocks. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll be we'll be looking at some references of stuff that's come up, but um, you know, we always encourage you to do your own research about what crystal you feel uh, most guided to use. And the um, Judy Hall Encyclopedia of Crystals is an as an absolute perfect resource. Uh, she's got lots of beautiful pictures, makes it very easy to identify certain crystals. So highly, highly recommend that if you don't already have that and you are a are a rock lover like Rosalie and I. Yes, and then one of the other references that I use is the Crystal 365 by Heather Ascanusi. Of she's also known as the Energy Muse. Mm. So um, she has a website and everything. But I was really love this book because the 365 is a crystal for every day of the year. Ah, oh. you could okay. use it that way as your guide, or just randomly pick. Yeah, kind of almost like a daily crystal devotion. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then one of the other references Chandra's holding right now. Yeah, the, is, um, the Crystal Witch, The Magical Way to Calm and Heal the Body, Mind, and Spirit. So it's a, a great little kind of like witchy resource for the energy. It talks a lot more about the energy of the stones, mm-hmm. you know, and how you can use them if you wanted to use them in certain spells or in certain rituals. So, and it's a cute little book. It's kind of Pink and teal colored. It's really cute. Not that that matters, but, you know, just always drawn to the the shiny objects. Yes, yes. And Amazonite is a stone that I've used 
frequently in my jewelry making. I, I'm just drawn to the turquoise mm-hmm. watery colors. I'm a Pisces. So anything in the blue family that reminds me of the ocean gets me excited and just makes me feel at home or grounded or at peace. So yeah, that's beautiful. The piece that we have in the picture in the, um, on the card, it actually kind of looks like, um, the color of sea glass, like mm-hmm. you're, like you were saying. So, um, that's a great observation. Amazonite always comes up for me with the heart chakra. I mean, you know, obviously the heart chakra is related to the color green, but it's also kind of like related to the color pink. And depending on who you ask, people have a different shade of green that they resonate with right. for, you know, some people feel their heart as emerald green. Some people feel their heart as sage green. That's the green. When I think only green, that's the sea glass shade is what I'm drawn to. But the crystal that I associate most with my heart chakra is, and you'll have to tell me the name of it because I never remember the name of it, but it's the, um, it's like sage green and pink mixed together. It looks like speckled. It oh, starts boy. With, I think it starts with you something. Zucanite? Maybe. I'll have to look it yeah. up. I'll look it up here in a minute. But like the one that's green and pink together is what resonates most with me for the heart chakra. This color does and as it's well. it's funny that you said, um, you know, the heart, it says Amazon and uh, the th- crystals 365. It says Amazonite energy connects your to your heart and brings joy, love, and optimism. Mm. And it helps re- replace low vibrational energy. Oh. So it helps you raise your vibration, yeah. which is always a good thing. Well, perfect. Thank you, Spirit, for choosing that one for us because um, that's what we want to do when we when we start recording is try to be the, the highest vibration that we can. Usually when I do any kind of connecting or channeling or anything, for my birthday one year, Rosalie gave me um, the most beautiful Labradorite heart. And it kind of looks almost iridescent. It almost looks like it has the Aurora Borealis inside of it. And I always, and it's, it's heart shaped. So it's perfect to fit in, in the palm of your hand. And I always use it when I channel because it's obviously related to the third eye. And I didn't know this, but I was looking it up in your crystal witch book and it is a close relative of moonstone, sometimes even called rainbow moonstone. And I have always, because my name means moon, I've always claimed moonstone as my like signature mm-hmm. crystal. Like I wear a lot of moonstone jewelry and stuff. So that, the fact that I was drawn to that, that's pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't know that, that fact, you know, and it is related to uh, providing deepest kind of insight and psychic visions. It represents strength and perseverance, and it can prevent your positive energy from leaking and escaping. So it kind of helps you stay once you reach a higher vibration, it kind of helps you stay there. Ooh, imagine the power of this stone under a supermoon. Nothing would be off limits to you during that time. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty awesome. I'll have to keep that in mind. But but yeah, there's just the, the dark indigo blue and the green, and it's almost like got a little purple in there. It's beautiful. And in the sunlight, you mm-hmm. see more of the colors that pop out of that stone. So Labradorite in the meaning in the Crystal Spirits Oracle Guidebook it says, Awakening to the magic within, mystery and synchronicity, help from unexpected sources. Mm-hmm. So it helps you pass, push past your limiting beliefs. Oh, well, that's good. So uh, it was funny. 
my limiting beliefs. So right before we started this, imposter syndrome hit me hard. I'm like, well, I'm not an expert on this stuff. And I'm like, what, you know, who's going to listen to what I have to say about crystals? But you don't have to be an expert to love crystals or um, you got to start somewhere. And my love of crystals started when, uh, well, I grew up in a jewelry store. Uh, my parents are jewelers and um, was always surrounded by beautiful, shiny things. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where my love of, and then even as a kid, I would walk around putting rocks in my pockets. And the funny thing is that my kids carried that on too. So there's little piles of rocks around our house outside. We finally had to stop telling them to bring them inside. Mm -hmm. They're adult, grown adults now, but around the house, there's piles of seashells and rocks that they brought in. So they have, I guess, created their own little rock gardens Mm -hmm. and things. But one little thing of advice that I learned later on in life is that before you remove a rock from its home, you ask its permission. Permission. Yeah. So um, always ask before you take something from nature, just, you know, in your head or out loud, depending on how you feel about it, just say, thank you for this gift. Or, you know, will you allow me to take this home and just go with your gut feeling? And if you feel no, mm-hmm, then leave it behind. Leave it. Yeah. I, the first time I learned that, like the next time I went crystal shopping, you're in a crystal shop with all oh. of these rocks, you know, but you pick one up and you're like, are you willing to work with me? Would you like to work with me? And you really do kind of get like an intrinsic good feeling or it, for me, it's not like, yes, no. It's like either I'll feel like almost like my lungs are expanding without me taking a breath mm-hmm. or I won't feel anything. Right. And it's really, really subtle. So I have to really tune in. But if I feel that expansion mm-hmm. feeling, then I know it, it wants to work with me. Yeah. So. Yeah. But de- yeah. If you stay in it long enough, you'll eventually feel some sensation that that lets you know if it's a yes or a no, Mm -hmm. which I think is really cool. I do want to talk about in just a second, but can you, you dialyte, you dialyte, I think is the name of the pink and green crystal that I was talking about. Another thing that I find really interesting about, about crystals in general is that Sometimes a crystal, the crystal wants to work with you. And then for some reason, it its job will be done and that crystal will go missing. Oh, yes. That has happened to me. Was it last year or something? I kept telling everybody. So I like to use pendulums to get answers. And they're always, I no, actually all the pendulums I own are crystals, crystal. different crystals. And they went missing on me. Mm-hmm. I'd go looking all over the place. I'm like, my um, sodalite pendulum disappeared. Where did it go? I don't know. I couldn't find it. So I guess it was done working with me for a while and it hit itself. Yeah. I think back then, because that was a while ago, yeah. you were kind of relying on them. And I think spirit wanted you to like get off the crutch a little bit yeah. and tune in a little bit more. Yeah. But once you did, you found it, right? I found that one and I found the my little crystal one, <laughs> mm-hmm. my clear quartz crystal that disappeared. Yeah, I started finding them again. So it was like, like you say, spirit wanted me to rely more on my listening to my inner voice right. instead of relying on the pendulum for a yes or no mm-hmm. answer. So um, 
but that sometimes that is a problem because I'm, I channel energy and I'm like a human pendulum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I can, if I don't have my pendulum, I can ask a yes or no question and, but I mean, get an answer to me. I feel like if you're doing it through your body, it's different than like using a tool. Yes. Right. Cause you're, you're still like, that's, that's just your form of intuition. Right. Like, so, so you're still like tuning into yourself and your higher self without like, because when we start opening up our intuition, we all have those doubts of, right. Is this real? Did I make it up? We just don't trust ourselves. Right. But the fact that we've got this little trinket now that the trinket is going to make, make sure that I, I can believe it because it's a tool. Right. And even though it's giving you the same answer and you're getting the same response, it just, when you're starting out, it feels, it feels safer. It feels like it gives you a level of trust that you mm-hmm. don't already have in yourself, yeah. which can lead to you relying on it. Right. Like a crutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I have two pendulums myself. I have, I have a rose quartz one that I use in um, Reiki sessions mm-hmm. to check chakras. And then like the one that that's mine that I ask all the questions to is, um, it's that one right there. It's kind of like a milky quartz color. I'm not even sure what stone that is. It is a quartz. It's just um, not clear. Yeah. It's opaque. Opaque quartz, like a milky quartz. Mm -hmm. That was my first one ever. It's been with me for many, many years. I also tend to gravitate a lot to crystal clusters. You know, like the big, tall amethyst. Like, I love those. My husband actually bought me a small one. It's probably, what do you think, Ro? Maybe eight inches, six inches, eight inches tall. It's about eight inches tall. Yeah. And, but it's a really, really deep, deep purple. And um, I love that. And then for my birthday last year, he bought me a, um, what is it, Celestite mm-hmm. Angel Stone. Yes. And so it's like a really pretty, it's almost like a soda light blue. It's a really, really light blue color. So I love. Almost aquamarine colors. Yeah, I love those uh, those quartz clusters as well. And, yeah. um, you know, obviously, yeah. That's exactly. Oh, mm-hmm. it's for sleep, sleeping well. Yeah. I need to put that in the bedroom then. But, you know, always, always have like clear quartz around in a lot of places. Another stone that I feel like is kind of like an essential is um, selenite. Mm-hmm. When I worked in an office, I had a selenite tower that I would light up on my desk to try to keep the energy clear. Mm-hmm. And I love those, uh, the selenite bars. Like I always, um, I feel like I can tell a difference when I'm doing a Reiki session, if I have selenite under the table and when I don't. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. I feel like there's more, um, not that I feel like the, the person is, is getting more benefit. I just feel more energy moving. And maybe it's just the fact that it allows me to feel it more. Not that yes. there's more energy moving. But I have, I feel it more when I have selenite under the table and I've got, you know, selenite is, is so great. I've got selenite bowls mm-hmm. near the um, doors that Jason and I come in our, to our house all the time because that's supposed to like the bowl is supposed to like capture the negative yes. and transmute it as you come into your home. It's cleansing stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, several selenite plates to charge you know, other stones, when, once you use them, if you use them in, a, in like a healing session or during meditation for your own chakras or whatever, I place them on the selenite pad. Right. Or, yeah. Um, to clear that, to clear them again. Right. Um, 
I have selenite all over the house as well. I, and it's, it's in the rooms and I don't, I just, now that you were saying where you have your selenites placed throughout the house, I realized that I have it and this was unintentional. I just did it, you know, mm-hmm. subconsciously. I'm like, I need it here, here. You know, I come home with a selenite bar and I'm like, I set it down somewhere and that's where it stays. So mm-hmm. I guess that's where it was needed. So I have one huge selenite bar downstairs, you know, where the family spends most of the time. And it's my biggest piece of selenite. It's a cleansing stone. It helps, like you say, clears the energy and keeps things going. And I think it's one of the stones that doesn't need recharging. Right. Yeah. It self-recharges and self-regen, I guess, regeneration. I'm, that's a mystery to me. I should, you know, we definitely, I need to look for some more information on that, but I do know that it's self-cleansing. Yeah. It's, it's one of the ones that doesn't need regular cleansing. I do still, um, at least the selenite plate that I use Mm -hmm. for the other crystals, when I do put them like in the moonlight, Mm. I will take them off the plate and put the plate in the moonlight as well. Even though I know it kind of like doesn't need the clearing. It's just, I don't want to leave it out. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make yeah. it feel left just out. give it some extra energy. Yeah. I had, I had been wanting a, a selenite bar for a while and I ended up finding one, obviously at EBN, because that's where we all do all of our shopping. But I bought it then for Christmas that same year, Jason got me one. And so and now I'm able to, I sleep with that one under the bed. Okay. Yeah. I use the the bigger one for Reiki sessions, but I actually have one under my bed because like when I lay down to go to sleep, that's when I do my kind of like mental energy clearing, Mm -hmm. like where I will, you know, we'll do like a energetic waterfall or whatever. We'll just, just try to let go of whatever I've picked up during the day. Mm -hmm. So I feel like having that under the bed, it'll, whatever I release, it'll transmute. Yeah. Yeah. Funny to say that because I have a selenite bar on my bed nightstand. Mm-hmm. And when I take my jewelry off that I've worn all day, I set it on that selenite bar, just it, cleanse them, just the energy that I've collected throughout the day. Right. Um, if I'm wearing like black onyx for protection, a lot of times when I go into large public places and mm-hmm. I wear all my black onyx pieces, just it's protection. Yeah. Energetic or whatever type of protection I feel I need, but it just makes me feel better. So anyway, I definitely put those on my selenite. Just so that whatever, whatever it may have picked up. On my bedside. Yeah. Picked up during the day. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back to talk a little bit more about crystals. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, we're back with Chandra and Rosalie. Let's going to finish up our conversation about all things crystals. 
So I was thinking that um, I'm going to use the Crystal Spirit deck by Colette Baron-Reed. I'm going to draw a card for the next crystal that wants to be known. Okay. I love the fact of like when, even when you walk up to your own crystal collection, like at that, at that time, like which one of you wants to work with me today? Right. Like, because their energy is going to, going to vibrate and resonate with your energy and it's going to know what you need, what you need at the moment. So she pulled sunstone and it's number 55. It's beautiful. Well, and that's, that's perfect because we were talking about moonstone earlier. We were. So the opposite. So let's see. Sunstone, freedom, breaking through obstacles, the power to overcome limitations, and knowing you can do it. Awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah, that kind of wrapping up, <laughs> getting yeah. us through this episode because we were both terrified at the beginning. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So the Sunstone spirit message is that the door that the door is really open. Opportunities await you as you claim your freedom. You have the power to break through barriers and the parameters of your life are not what you thought they were. So much more is available to you than you imagined. So believe in your freedom and spread your wings and fly. Well, that's perfect. So that's a good message. Well, and I feel like it's, um, it's kind of reminiscent of our whole group mm -hmm. because I mean, when we all met, who would have thought that we would do a podcast together? I mean, it was the furthest thing from any of us as mine. It's just kind of like evolved over time. And it really has, in a sense, I feel like we've all blossomed a little bit because it's it's like the freedom to talk about the things that we may not have freedom to talk about every day. Yeah. Like this gives us a, a kind of like a forum to talk about all the stuff that we, that we love and that mm -hmm. we want to share and know that it's going out to uh, like-minded people. So... Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this has given us a lot of freedom to, like we said, not that we're experts, but just to talk about our own experiences and mm -hmm. and the things that resonate with us. At first, um, I started doing just like a little uh, collection of for like the chakra colors, mm -hmm. and so now it's so funny. All on my shelf, I've got I have to have a whole shelf because I've got like six or eight stones lined up for each chakra because I keep I keep collecting them. I'll find the next one that wants to, that wants to work with me. But I did have, which one was it? It's a round Jasper of yes. some kind. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a rust color and a gray color. It's really pretty. But um, I had this sitting on my grid and I came back into my office. I had it on a, on a crystal grid and it was gone. And I thought, okay, the cat was, it's, it's kind of roundish. I'm like, the cat batted it around, you know, was playing with it somewhere. So I'll find it. So I was, you know, looking under all the, all the furniture that has like the little spaces where it can get under things, could find it nowhere. Okay. It was probably like maybe a month and I come back and it's laying, it's laying in the floor in the foyer outside my office. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. So, you know, like my mind goes to, okay, did Gracie get tired of playing with it and bring it back? Or was it kind of one of those things where it had a job to do? It went and did its job and came back to me. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. the logical, you know, the logical explanation in your mind, you're going to say, oh, the cat had it somewhere playing with it and brought it back or left it somewhere where you could now see it. But you know, I, I believe that, okay, so I had an experience too with the disappearing crystal. It was a piece of turquoise. 
I have a turquoise band that I wear and it's inlaid with pieces of turquoise. Mm -hmm. So it's just cut pieces that are, and they're glued into the, the gold band. Mm -hmm. And I lost a stone. One of the stones fell out and they are minuscule. They're really tiny because they were inlaid into the very thin band and I lost it and I was devastated. I'm like, Oh, I'll never be able to replace that. I would have to take it all the way back to California to my parents' jewelry store and recut another stone. Mm -hmm. And this was uh, shortly after my husband's uncle passed away. And I woke up the next morning. There was a dime on my nightstand with the piece of turquoise that was missing. The chances of me finding that that tiny little piece. It of, could have fallen yeah. off anywhere. And it was just wild. But it was right after my husband's uncle had passed away. And there yeah. was the stone with a dime. With a dime. And, uh, you know. <laughs> so that was definitely. A lot, of, a lot of people correlate finding dimes with spirits of loved ones around. Yes. Well, well, Contacting you. So That's what I was going to say is, you know, logically your mind would say, oh, the animal was playing with that. And left it sure. somewhere you could find it. But I don't know if you guys believe in this, but I do. Like I call them spirit chills. Mm -hmm. Like when you think about something or you see something and you get those instant goosebumps. goosebumps all over, like it runs straight up your spine and down your arms. And like, I don't know what they are, but for me, in my mind, I equate that with, oh, that thought resonated with me. Mm -hmm. Like it's like yeah. a, it's like an energetic validation of what you're thinking is correct. And that was the feeling that I got when I saw that, that stone, it was like, first thing I thought was, oh, you're back. And then I got the chills. <laughs> you're back. <laughs> you know, so yeah. um, it was like, you know, yeah, logically, you, there's a logical explanation for how that happened, but it didn't feel very logical in the moment. Right. Yeah. And I think crystals have that kind of power is not the right word, but that kind of energy around them to facilitate like those kinds of experiences. Right. Right. And um, crystals definitely hold energy. And one of the prime examples is clear quartz crystal mm -hmm. because they do hold energy and they can hold memory. Mm -hmm. So clear quartz crystals have been used in watchmaking. If you look at the old fashioned wind up watches, if you look at them, they say quartz. Mm hmm. So they have quartz crystals in those watches to help them keep time. Hmm. Also, clear quartz is used in all our electronics. Yeah. Anything, your your phones, your, on those chips, they're using crystals. Like it's, a, it's a conductor. It's a conductor, but it also holds memory. They have, yeah, there's some ongoing research uh, recently where they were storing uh, information in these clear quartz crystals. Well, um, there's even like, like a computer chip. And, and like paranormal, like investigations, they have like the stone tape theory, mm. which is like a place that's built on like limestone or quartz. Yes. Where it has like the bedrock has those rocks in it. There's the potential that energy could be recorded in the memory and you have like the um, potential for a, a residual haunting. Yes. Like because the energy that was there plays over and over again because it's recorded in the stone. I'm not saying that's true or not. I'm just saying that's a theory mm -hmm. that um, you know, the paranormal community actually has. You know, that, that and running water. That yes. running water can power supernatural or paranormal energies. 
Yeah. So um, crystals are amazing. They are. And it really comes down to what you're drawn to mm-hmm. and what you resonate with. Yeah. So for me, I love I love the experience of just going and standing in a crystal store. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and even if I don't. It's magical. A lot, well, it is. And a lot of times, even if I don't buy one, I'll ask it, you know, would you like to work with me? And then ask it, are you okay if I leave you here? Just, just because I want the feeling, like I want to experience the energy of the stones, mm-hmm. you know, but I ask their permission, but, you know, just, just to walk around and hold the different energies and see how, how they feel and how they resonate with you. I, I, yeah. Y'all, that's my idea of a fun afternoon. Yeah. And, and that's, like I said earlier, I grew up in a jewelry store, so I have an extensive jewelry collection. I'm very fortunate and grateful for that because a Pretty much everything that I own, my father has made or my mother has made. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not only is there that sentimental value, but it's that they went through the, when, cause, and a lot of these were gifts and birthday gifts and Christmas gifts and every, every major occasion I got a piece of jewelry. So not only do they hold the energy of the stone, they also hold the energy of your parents. Of my parents, correct. And so in the morning, it's rare to see me without jewelry as Chandra. And no matter what we're doing, I have jewelry, bracelets, crystals, earrings, something is on me. I have toe rings. going to be decked out. She's going to be decked I, out. I have toe rings on that I never take off and anything. But anyway, in the mornings when I get ready for my day, I stand in front of my <laughs> jewelry box and... Um, kind of ask which one just say, who, wants, yeah. who wants to go out today. Who, who, yeah. Who do I need today? Who do I need to work with today or just what feels good to me. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, I like the way that looks. And then that dictates the rest of my wardrobe that's going to match my jewelry. So, but yeah. So post your jewelry on first, guys. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, but it actually makes sense to me because you're kind of like resonating with the, here's what my energy is like today. Exactly. So I can start because it, it kind of helps you or, or forces you to tune in to how do I feel? Exactly. And then you can like dress accordingly or do your hair accordingly, you know, yeah, whatever. And, and I, I actually just, just do it. I never thought of why I do it or what I'm doing. It's just like, it's, it's just, that's my routine. That's my little, uh, yeah. Like you say, well, I mean, I, I hadn't thought about it either, but it makes sense because I had um, a friend of mine who was a medium mm-hmm. and she told me one time, the days that she had readings to do, she would stand in her closet and look at the different colors and ask her spirit guides, what color should I wear today? Because, you know, sometimes if you, if you need to be grounded, you can wear red for your root chakra. It's, it's all about the intention, like what you, the intention that you do it with. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like she would, you know, she would ask, what color do I need? Like, where am I deficient? Where do I need extra energy? And she would be drawn to a color like either turquoise or yellow, yellow if she needed like solar plexus boost or, or whatever. So she would always, on the days that she was doing readings, she would ask her guides, what do I need? And would wear the color of whatever, whatever she got, where yeah. she was like a little more deficient than other areas to boost it. Yeah, I thought that it, was a really neat idea. It is because colors do boost your mood. And, and, and you can do that with crystals as well. Like, where am I deficient? What do I need? And if, and if you feel like you need sacral then you could wear calcite or carry a piece of calcite with you or whatever i've got a really pretty i'd never seen it before it's peach selenite i've seen it yeah Yeah, it's right there and um the listing that they had on it when i bought it is like it was for um ambition and overcoming procrastination Mm -hmm. so it was to kind of like boost your your will to do yeah 
So yeah, I keep that. Obviously, I keep that near my desk all the time because I need all the all of the um, ambition I can get to keep things going. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's very beautiful. So yeah, yeah crystals are all about what you are what you're drawn to, mm-hmm. what you resonate with, and then what, what wants to work with you. Or so. what just brings you joy visually. I mean, you don't have to believe in all the properties because every single crystal has properties and uses, and those are up for interpretation by the people that write the books about them and write that. And you can go online and just, uh, what's the property of Moonstone? And you can go to several different websites and there's similarities. You just there'll be a common theme, but there'll also be thing, differences. But it just depends on the person that was using the stone while they were writing the book and the information that they got mm-hmm. from that stone or from wherever, however they got their information. You know, sometimes you just pick up something and then you just start channeling the information that comes out of it. So yeah. I mean, I'm sure, or just plain old research. But but yeah, I I agree with you. It it starts with like what you're drawn to, like exactly. Where, where does your eye go first? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, what, feel good? or what color do you have like in your mind? Like mm-hmm. if you've, if you've been seeing the color turquoise, like a, a turquoise greenish blue, if you've been seeing that color everywhere and you've been drawn to it, then maybe you need a stone of that color. Mm-hmm. I remember um, it was back when I first started um, trying to open up my intuition and I was I was talking to my guides and I didn't really ask them a question. I was like, is there anything that you need me to know? And I just kind of cleared my mind and I heard azurite and amber. Wow. And, you know, azurite is third eye mm-hmm. and amber is solar plexus. And those are kind of like your two intuitive centers. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the, they're the two chakras that are most t- tied to um, intuition and to the, to the different ways that you'll receive information. So, it was, I thought that was really cool. So, of course, I went to EBN and <laughs> bought a piece of azurite and a piece of, well, she didn't have azurite. I had to go, I had to go to our rocks and locks for the azurite, but um, got the amber. Yeah. So, like, those were um, pretty much two of the first stones that I bought specifically to work with because my guides told me to work with them. Yeah. So, I thought that was pretty neat. Well, all right, guys, we're going to say goodbye. But um, we'd love to hear what your favorite crystal is. So if you'd like to comment below or go to our website and leave us a message, we would love to have that conversation with you. So take care and we will talk to you next time. All right. See you next time. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's Voices. Amplified.